1: 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV.
3: He died. right, Chris Look, i'm not I'm not Chris. Chris is in the background. He's checking out for an echo, 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 something about losing his gecko as well. But he, hello, how are we all doing? How are you all having a lovely evening? You are here, so you know what we are here for. It says right there, we're here for the preview show. We have our lovely guest joining us from Rovers Chat. Dom in the background, just waiting. And better late than never, otherwise, old Al finally decided to show his face. But before we get started, if you are here and you're supporting this channel, then do make sure you go and check out all of our socials that are scrolling. Well, not scrolling, but they are there across the bottom, all the way from YouTube to, to X to Facebook, to so all the way to any podcast platform. So do make sure you're showing as all your love on there. Right after that, let's get on with the show. To say we are here to preview the weekend's game against Blackburn. It is, as Chris said in the chat, and I'll just pop these comments up here. He did say it is a very good one. It's not big up Jesus. You can't say that to me, Chris. It's not that comment I need. It's this one. It's of course the first meeting of the ex Premier League champions. We're we doing battling in the championship. Hopefully, not for long you know as long as black men don't beat us at the weekend they can come up through the playoffs i guess and join us back in the premier league but without further ado i will bring our guests in now because craig is on naughty step he was late he did tell me he brought a mother he brought his note he brought his note he said this is this is my sick note uh but dom welcome dom from rovers chat how are you doing mate
0: I'm gonna thank you very much. Uh, that was a very impressive intro that you had there, right there. It was, it was more of like a massive jingle and then a radio station ending to it. So yeah, um, nice to be mentioned as a an ex champion, and uh, hopefully, um, like you say, we'll sneak into the playoffs with yeah um, going up. But yeah, I'm great. I'm great. How you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. Well, it's good. You, it's it's funny you say it sounded a bit jingly and radioy because, funny enough, Chris is probably smiling like a Cheshire cat right now because he is currently a radio host of the morning breakfast show on Surrey Hills Radio. Shameless plug for you there, Chris. Don't don't think I leave you out just because you're in the background, mate. So yeah, I'm doing very well. Obviously, we're here talking. Um, we're talking football. We're having both a fairly good start to the season, but before. Before I get caught out cold, he's been in a naughty step long enough, Don. We will talk about Blackburn Rovers and the start of the season, but it's time for me to bring in the wise old the channel, Craig. You brought your sick note. You're late, but you're here just as we started. How the devil are you?
4: I'm good, thanks. Good to see you, Don. Um, yeah, I think I've just uh, I've just taken the average age of the the people on screen way past way past uh, 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 any number that's um, should be allowed on uh, on any tv channel but hey oh we're here and yeah um, well this channel on. this channel always supports the
3: elderly we, we, we show we care for our community uh hi to terry just quickly getting into the comments here uh pick up jesus the wide out and i guess dom from chris who's looking listening out for craig's echo suspicious echo. how he sat inside chris that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying uh you're welcome there chris as well don't worry and someone, obviously, a friend of yours here, Dom, saying, go on, Dom fella, giving up the big up to the uh, Blackburn Rovers crew. So, we've had a fantastic start, but we'd be wasting Dom's time if we gushed on about our, our, our start to league, top of the league. This championship's easy, isn't it, isn't it Craig? It's just making it look easy.
4: Yes. Let let's
3: yeah. <laughs> I love let's, how you can let's, let's not let's like don't get
4: man. ahead of ourselves. We've got some tough games coming up, starting with this one at the weekend. That's we sure. do, we do. And and respect to the
3: former Premier League champions and ourselves. Dom, your mm. start to the season, have you been is it is it what you expected? Are you doing even better than you expected, or are you maybe a little bit disappointed to not be, you know, maybe top or second along with Leicester up there?
0: Yeah, we're, we, if we're ever top or second, I think that we're flying high. I think we're probably expected to be in and around six to where we are now in 14th. Three wins, four losses, very open plays, what you'll find out at the weekend. Um, so you might win 5-0, or it could be a 3-3, or it could be a other... There's going to be a lot of goals, essentially, is what I'm going to say. Um, I'm, I'm pleased with how we, we are in terms of how young the squad is and how um, little we performed in the transfer market, how late we did them as well. Um, so expectations are quite low right now. With a good manager, we we were just hoping that we could get, get back to a little bit more. And we are very much jealous of your spending in this Championship transfer window.
3: Yeah, I mean, in comparison to all us, we hold our hands up, don't we, Craig? You know, we have been up the Man City of this division, and that's probably not just because we've got Enzo as manager, but a big difference he made there in saying that it, it feels like Blackburn are having a last season to Leicester in a sense because um are spending late panic transfer buys. I mean, Craig, it's different for us, isn't
4: it? Yeah, you know, I think the, I think the, um, the the transfer window was difficult for for most teams to be honest, uh, particularly us because we didn't know who was coming and who was going. Um, there's a couple of you know signings who have not really. Hit the heights that we had hoped so far, but uh, it's still early days. It, the frightening thing is, you know, from having so many uh, so many uh, years in the in the Premier League is when you play those first half a dozen games, and then someone turns around and says, "Yes, but there's still forty games to go, more than a whole Premier League season." So, mm-hmm. you know, it is a long drag. It's great to have a good start, and most of the players have been settling in pretty well. And obviously, we've had a few who have come out of the. The uh, the cupboard, who are performing pretty well for us as well at the minute.
3: Yes, we we will get to them in the second half of the show when we go for a few... Because well, I have a few questions for you. I did warn you. <laughs> I did warn you, Ukraine, this. Time I got a few questions yeah. for you. I, but, I mean, Dom, you, you know, you talked about there. you got some late signings through and you, you very well explained what Leicester could be up against in terms of how open you're going to be, how free-flowing you are as a team. I would say, looking at how we did that to Southampton, is that is that the biggest concern you have coming up against Leicester? I mean, you know the quality Leicester's got. I'm not trying to be big-headed or blue-tinted here, but a lot of people say you look at Leicester's bench should probably get top six in the in, in the Championship. Is it a concern for you that 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 could be an area that you get in honed in at? Because Leicester love a team that comes at them. We've seen that a lot this season already. That when teams seem to come out of the state, they they get torn apart. Is that a concern for you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and let's not let's not beat around the bush here. Leicester shouldn't be in the championship in the first place. The best teams ever get relegated from the Premier League, unless Chelsea do it this season, of course. Um so <laughs> by no means should should Leicester even be in this league in the first oh. place. Um oh, is he
3: frozen on us there?
1: Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
3: back. Sorry, <laughs> it's just a bit like
0: this. Like. Just give you a little insult and then left. Yeah, that, that's it. Um. So, yeah, I, it is a worry of mine that we're we're going to be so open. But I mean, you got to attack to win games, and you got to score goals to win games. So, if we're not going to spend money off the field, we might as well try it on it. And our biggest. Um, strength is on the counter so i think that if you nullify that then you've got a massive chance of winning on sunday um, but if not i mean you're away it you would it's, it's it's i mean it's almost it, say it's a fortress but we've not conceded many goals apart from against sunderland and um yeah fully back because I, I i just you've got a, you've got a premier league side there so it's always a worry for any side that play against Leicester. And apologies if it cut out at any point. I'm on my phone Wi-Fi, so uh... <laughs>
3: say it, mate. Don't worry. We've had worse experiences on this, Craig, haven't we? Yeah.
0: We have. We have.
4: Uh, I mean,
3: Echoed. oh yeah, I've already done that joke, and Chris we've, already uh, came. Uh, into the what,
4: what, what I would say in in response to to Dom there is, I think we've got managers who share the same philosophy on on how they want to play the game, and I remember very well that you basically ripped us apart in the fa cup um i think it was it was it the fa cup it was it was yeah. you, yeah. read my again. it was
3: an fa cup defeat <laughs> back in february 2023 so not that long ago at
4: all no and and, yeah. and blackburn were, were great that night and by all accounts i think you'd made a lot of changes you know we'd made some changes as well but the way you knocked the ball around was fantastic so you know, it's going to be a meeting of minds of the two managers, and um, you know, when it looked like we were going to change manager, um, Jan Thomason thomason would have been would have been high up on my list, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a surprise how he's not really been linked with any sort of other club because the the lack of support that we've had from the background, whether it's their fault or not, or whether it's the Indian ownership from the government. Um, it's a real surprise, and um, to be linked with Leicester City is the sort of right place to go. Obviously, you got the right manager now. obviously be clearly twenty-one points after eight games is no mean feat, but um, yeah, you'd, you'll expect a similar sort of game, a similar sort of style from us, and we just had you in a in a moment where you were severely um, uh, under the cosh, and in, in a Premier League side that wasn't didn't have much confidence is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, he's right. It was a different kettle of fish, wasn't it? Because that, that you know, you, you know, Dom said that we're, we're a Premier League side that, that, that's, you know, rebuilding itself and in, in the division sort of, sort of thing. It's almost like we, you know, dropped down the rank just so we could do the rebuild. That's obviously not the case. We all, we all want to be in the Premier League, but. You know, you, you've talked about the last time out, which was the FA Cup win, but we have recently met, I say recently, we have recently met in the uh, the championship. And uh, does anyone, either of you, want to take a guess at how that finished up and maybe when it was? I see the cogs turning. I see the cogs turning. Countdown timer. It
4: would have been it would be about that,
0: you, that you won it. Hmm
4: um 2013 2012.
0: i'm gonna say 20 i think what when did you go up 2015.
4: oh wow we won it 15 16 we had the great escape 14 15 so it's got to be 13 14 season Wow.
3: Craig has inevitably gave you the answer, Dom. So, in, in a game show with no points or prizes, you go 1-0 up, Dom, because Craig went the season before. Uh, the last meeting was the 22nd of March, and it was a ball draw. Well, there was goals in it. It was one all. So, it's not like any of us have the bragging rights from last time out, is it, in that game. Do, do any of you remember it? Clearly not, if you were, if you couldn't guess the season. It doesn't sound like it was the most
0: entertaining of the game. 1314.
3: Yeah, it was the thirteen fourteen season. Uh Craig at guessed Leicester, twelve thirteen. I was Leicester working early. it out though,
4: Brad. You you were putting me on the spot, mate. Um
3: you know. I know, but I like to just wind you up, <laughs> mate. I guess there's no pressure. He's not supposed to know this information. You're the Leicester fan with all these wise our knowledges. Um, but we we, we we talk about Premier League champions. We both are former Premier League champions. I mean, Dom, I, not not to ageist here, but do you do you remember seeing Blackburn lifting the Premier League trophy or is that a story you was told later on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was born in the wrong decade. I was born in 96, so um, yeah, at 27 years old, I'm not going to remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) <laughs> but at least you had the memories passed on to I'm sure I'm sure. And I bumped into a, a, a lad roughly your age earlier And he about gave me a half second He didn't know what a VHS is But I'm sure growing up You would have watched that season review tape Maybe of some kind
0: of oh, season. Yeah, on on repeat, repeat. <laughs> Absolutely on repeat I mean To get told it Was like saying Oh yeah well done You've, you've basically missed out On the greatest day of Your football in life Probably in the next 80 years Cool Thank you very much for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just an nice sort of reminder
3: uh, of that. Um, but I mean, we are for both former Premier League champions. And again, Craig, I'm putting you on the spot here. You know what's coming here. When was the last time we met in the infamous Premier League?
4: In the Premier League. So yes, yes, it has been a long, long time. But uh, we yeah, have. I when you guys went down. To be honest, but
0: yes. Well.
3: Think I think say... back to nationwide nationwide was the division one sponsor Craig. That might give you a helping hand. That might help Dom out. I don't know. He might think that's back in the eighties. It isn't the eighties,
4: I can tell you that far. Mm-hmm. But it it be the
0: around? Same,
4: season?
0: It the same season. Surely uh, surely we met in the nineties. The last did, time we were no. I think was the season you went down with Leeds and Wolves. 2003.
3: He is dom's correct okay. we did meet in the Craig. You're very right but it was it was a 2004 okay. 17th of april and you'll be happy to know dom that you have the breaking right stay you won one 0 at um why do i forget what your ground's called i don't well, call it the blackburn rovers it's not it's, it's, it's Ewood park there we go we got there in the end so yes you have some you have some standings in recent history against us um
0: I mean, recent? What was 20?
3: No, <laughs> yeah, I'm stretching here, Dom. All right, yeah. You know, I've had we Craig in recent times. We've not even been able to bring up the Premiership, have we? So, with certain opponents, so it's it's as recent as we're going to get, Dom. I'm afraid. Coming. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, Dom. I don't know what you've managed to see of us this season. Obviously, you pointed out we you know we we we've, we've won six out of seven, top of the league, going well. We obviously have some notable. Premiership quality still hanging around in in the Leicester City side. Is is there a, a key player that you've looked at or potentially heard a lot about from Leicester that you're thinking, we need to make sure we put him out of the game?
0: Well, I mean, you can talk about the obvious ones, but I mean, the one that sort of stood out to me that I didn't realise who he had such a good start was Casey Mcatee. I'd didn't, i never heard of him before this season. So for him to have eight, 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 uh, five goals in eight games is an immense stat at such a young age and with momentum, which is such a key attribute for such a young age as well. I mean, 21 years old isn't that young right now, I suppose, in in the sort of FIFA generation. Uh, But um, that is a worrying uh, start and and someone that um, I could see causing us issues.
3: Yeah, I mean, Craig, just to touch on there what Dom said about McAteer, I mean, We've had we've been very good with youth products over the last few years. We've had a fair few come through the system. Another one we've struck lucky on again. Makita scored the week in the midweek against Liverpool. We don't talk about the rest of the game, but he's proven that um, he's proving Enzo right to back the youth, isn't he, Craig?
0: Yeah,
4: I've got to say I'm surprised. Um, you know, he played you know a few games last season. Over the past couple of seasons, I think he's played in a couple of cup games. Didn't really impress, um, but had a couple of loans where he's, he's clearly toughened up a bit. Um, And I think he's playing with more confidence now. I don't think we've seen a really top-notch performance from him. What I would say is he looks like he's a decent finisher Um
1: yeah. from the
4: goals he has scored. He, he has a nose for a goal. I mean, the the run he made... And then the sort of two-touch finish for the goal mm-hmm. against Southampton was fantastic to, to see that space open up and just charge into it, take it with his right and just slot it with his left. And really composed last night at Anfield as well, you know, running in towards the Kop, um, unopposed. A lot of players would have panicked in that situation and he just rolled it in. So I think he's got a, an old head on his shoulders. He, he doesn't mind the battle as well. So I think the more he's played... I think it's uh he's getting better and better but we've still not seen a i wouldn't even say we've seen a strong half from him yet there's definitely <laughs> more to come
3: no that's very true And that, that's a great thing isn't it when he's on that sort of form and even we've not really seen him a, at a full tempo it, yeah. it's just something that, that's nice to see it seems to me like it reminds me a little bit as if he's got the footballing brain of mares but he's got all the pace of maybe Harvey Barnes, without the laziness with Barnes, I guess he seems a good mix on that right side. I mean, McAteer is obviously Leicester's standout player, but if there's any if there's any player that Leicester fans, when they make the travel down to you know to 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 Ewood Park, should look out for it is, is who's the big danger man you've seen so far uh, from 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 your guys, Dom.
0: Yeah, I mean to compare someone to Mariz and Barnes is, uh, is mental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, mean, er, I meant early days, okay. I wasn't going Very
3: too drastic. drastic. I meant early lifespan.
0: But... Um, I mean, there's two two that, that stand out really. One you may have heard of was uh, obviously Adam Wharton, a player that's come through similar ages. Macateed, tw- I think he's only 18, actually. Um, one that's been linked with plenty of Premier League sides, and one that will be in England international. I'm sure of it. At some point, he's unbelievably composed on the ball. You watch him and you just ultimately become calm. He's, he's like a, a drug watching him sometimes. Um, another one that I would say on the left wing um, is Sigurdsson, one that you might not have heard of. We bought him in the summer because of um, stuff going on in Russia. We've been able to get him on loan um, and then for a, a free in the, in the next season. Scored has got two and two, only played 105 minutes so far and look, looks at a level above, a cut above. His, his fitness might not be there, so he might come off in the seventieth minute. But other than that, looks like a, a, a Premier League star and one that we hope we can secure into next season as well. gone tell yeah. me. Uh, sorry, d- d-
4: tell not me gone. about small Smar- Is it Smardic? Smarlet?
0: Whatever. Sammy. Oh, Smodics. Uh yeah. yeah, he's he's busy. Is what I'd say. It is. He is. He's a very nippy play. Scored five goals so far this season. He's grown into himself this season as a bit of a leader. One that we needed as well. Having such a young squad, I believe the oldest is younger than myself. So that shows how young he is. Uh, the team is in general. Um, one that filled the Dax role in in a, in a in a system that we needed to. It seems like it seems to be uh, an improvement on on Bradley Dyke. One that has. Um, two knees especially which helps um, and one that will be playing as a sort of if he's not playing up front it will be just in behind the, I think that the issue we've got right now is we're struggling with height so you might be um, okay at the back in terms of that but um, with Wharton, Sigurdsson and Schmodix like you say obviously um, yeah those, those are very um, good attacking Yeah
4: he scored in the cup I think and um, I work with a guy who is a well, he's kind of a part-time Peterborough fan, part-time Man United fan, depending on who's winning. So at the minute, it's usually Peterborough, um, and mm. uh, and he was he was telling me because I'm sure he came from Peterborough. He was telling me how good this uh, he was at Peterborough, and um, he expects him to be a Premier League player. Now I, I don't oh, you yeah. see him more than I do, but I you know I haven't seen enough of him. It's whether he's got the potential, but also the, the sort of character to be able to do it?
0: I think he has the character. I just, I'm not too sure about, um yeah, he's, his confidence could rise him to the the, the the Premier League for a season or two. I don't think he could be a, a complete stay in the, ch- he's a very high championship player, Um but confidence. And if he has a, a lot of players, like, say if he was in the Leicester team, he would definitely be in the, the Premier League. But with us, I'd, I'm too unsure at the minute, but this season, that it, it, he's shown himself as, you know, he's backed himself, essentially. So, yeah, completely.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it's a game that's full, filled with the highest potential. I know, Dom, you said it earlier, it could be 5-4, it could be 3-0, it could be a classic game, which obviously, typically, is going to put the mockers on it for a nil-nil, isn't it? You know, you know that's bound, bound to happen now. Yeah, Dom, think, the long game,
0: bound to happen now.
3: He is. Fun. He's playing the mind games. I like this. Dom, I, I appreciate that you've obviously got to go because you've got your own preview to do for your own, for your own channel. So I'm just going to quickly um, kind of go through a little bit of a quiz thing for you. I told you about this at the start. Craig knows all about it as well. So and then I'll, I'll get a score prediction off you. Let everybody know where you are and, and we can let you go so you can get yourself a bit rested before you do yours. So I'll start with you first, um, Dom. A little bit of fun. I try and do this to make you feel a bit better about yourselves if you've not done too well against us. Can you tell me the last time the Blackburn completed a league double over last year? Just need the season. You can have a guess. There's nof, nof, nothing um, nothing, nothing, for getting it wrong or right, but you just get pride if you
0: do. Um, well, it's clearly not that like 2003 season, uh, whatever that was. I'm gonna say 2000. Oh, god, this might be. 90s. Now, I'm gonna say '97.
3: It's going '97. Well, you're right to go to '90s. Just <laughs> it was the 1990 1991 season. You beat us 4 1 at Ewood Park on the 18th of September, and then you beat us 3 1 on the 26th of January at what was Filbert Street, Craig. You didn't get it, but can you figure out for us when Leicester lasted a league double over Blackburn Rovers?
4: When you say I didn't get it, I didn't get a chance to answer.
3: Yeah, I they? know, but I knew you wouldn't get it, mate. You I know. just knew you wouldn't get it.
4: You didn't no, get it. I was, I, was in, I was in the right ballpark. I would have been a couple of seasons later, I think, on that. Uh, last time we did the league double over Blackburn. Um... 2001
3: 2 well all i'm going to say to you here craig is i don't have the bell end button to press but if i did i would be because if it if this was like bruce's price is right and the closest one gets it for who got closest to a season Dom would have got it because craig we did the double over them the season afterwards in 91 92, winning 3 0 at Filbert Street and 1 0 at Ewood Park on the 21st of September and the 18th of April, respectively. Now, nice. then,
0: was that the season last? The
3: yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that. That was just a friend. Oh, so okay, just... <laughs> you
0: want
3: okay. to talk about that? Playoff. <laughs> we don't. No, 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 that's banned no, on here, Dan. You can rewatch really that all over again yourself. That was that was that was a very hard to take friendly against us, and we I think we all took right. a power off you after that, didn't we? Um, but it is a little bit of fun again. No points, no prizes here. But as I told you, Dom, this would come up. I'm going to do a shameless plug to give you a chance to both think about it. But collectively, this is all cup competition, so League Cup, FA Cup, League games. How many times have the two sides met? Now, don't give me your answer just yet. Think about it as I become a shameless plug.
2: Lester Till I Die Podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor and all
0: podcast platforms.
1: Something is coming. Something big to this podcast. Hello, Chris. The Talksport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts, including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Fox's faithful.
3: The Talksport Fan
1: Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the Talksport Fan Network.
3: So you've had time to think about it. A little fact here from Paul. He says, The Blackburn game at Philbert Street on January 26th, 1991, with David Pleat's last game as a Leicester manager. He was sacked three days later. So <laughs> that that that's something interesting to add to that stuff. So not only will we him, but we keep Pleat out days. So, guys, I like to leave Craig hang, hanging. And we always have to go for the better looking ones, but I already know the answer. So I'm going to have to ask Dom. Dom, How many times do you reckon we've met in all competitions?
0: Uh, I'm going to say 210 times.
3: Two hundred and ten. Now you know the Bruce, Two hundred and ten times. You know the Bruce's Price is Right moment. If you create, you can be one game over, but you can't be one game. You can be one game under, but you can't be one game over in terms of beating Dom to this one. What's your guess? We're okay.
4: Well, I'm pretty confident that Dom's over. So I, you know, just to win the point, just to win the point, I could say two, but I won't do that. I won't do that. At least
1: two. I'm gonna,
4: I'm gonna say, yeah. I'll, I'll nudge it up a little bit from my original thought. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 103.
3: Well, Craig, you know
4: I said earlier. I don't know if you read the rules and regulations of British
3: prices, right? But you can be one under. You can't be one over.
4: Don't tell and me. Don it was, be- don't tell me it was. I was gonna say 97. So don't tell me now. I've nudged it too far.
3: okay then you've propelled it too far right because sunday the two o'clock kickoff on sunday will officially be leicester leicester and blackburn's 100th meeting in all competition we have played 99 times with 35 wins to the foxes 25 draws and 39 wins to blackburn rovers so you do hold us in the overall head-to-head uh, so you've got something to take away from this show, if nothing else, Dom, because clearly I brought in the wise alpha with no knowledge on this fixture. <laughs> Dom, I appreciate you've got to go uh, and get ready for yours. So just quickly, I, I would normally take people out doing it, but I'm operating on the phone. Give us your score prediction and give yourself a massive shout out to tell everybody where they can find you and obviously go and show them support, guys.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for having me as well. Um, my actual... Twitter account is Dom underscore Metacroft uh obviously I'm part of the RoboShack people I've got my own YouTube Dom so if you want to go and follow that it's not just Batman, it's every team um but uh, I'm going to predict why not uh, I'm going to predict the two nil win because I always predict two nil wins so you got to be positive about it even though my heart my brain probably doesn't say that score line.
3: Always go with your heart, Dom. Always go with your heart. We've had people on here say Leicester would win it, and we've had people sit on the fence. So it's nice. It's nice and refreshing to have someone back their own <laughs> team on here for <laughs> uh, Yeah, Dom, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate that you've got to, to head off and go. Good after after Sunday, because I can't wish you good luck because I'll be lying through my teeth after Sunday's game. Good luck for your rest of the season, mate.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, and I uh, hope you have a good season. See you all soon. Cheers, guys. Peace. Cheers, Dom. Thanks for coming on.
3: So Craig, now I've lost the experience, man, because I mean you got beat you got beat on the random quiz 2-0 because you went over. Uh, can I at least get yeah, yeah, your yeah. score on predictions so and hope you get that right? Because you do better than that than me, I'll say nothing else about it. I can't believe you I changed
4: I, I had 97, 98 in my head, and then I just thought, no, I'm gonna nudge it up. Stupid. No,
3: It'll the worst thing you can do is nudge it up. No. I mean, technically, you got beat by Scott. Now, I don't know how you're going to take that, that as a compliment or an insult with Scott because he would have won with 59 because he didn't go over. Um, but what's what's your score predictions? I know you're part of the Prediction League. That show is coming tomorrow night. No, is I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, just good good reminder because there is a game <laughs> Friday at 8pm. So anyone who hasn't got them in,
2: if you don't... Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee and terms apply.
1: See mcdonalds.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: Get your eight o'clock in by at eight, mm. won't count. So you'd be good to get it right. But obviously you can change your be, mind. I think
4: it's gonna be three. a tight one this. I th- I think it's gonna be tough. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's a draw, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say two one to us, just edge it.
3: Uh, so you couldn't even say that with any conviction. See, yeah, he goes what he goes draw, but then slides to the two. Ah,
4: oh, I don't know what to do with
3: you. What am I going to do with yeah. you? But at least you're there and you do you keep you keep the 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 rest of us entertained, Craig. Because if they have to put up looking at my face all the time, I'll be screaming and leaving. Uh, Scott, he's gone three uh, nil. So he's feeling brave. I've I've gone three one. Whether I've done that in the predictions or not, I don't even know if I've even done mine. So I'll be losing points. You go three one every time.
4: game, though, don't you?
3: Oh no! I went two two. The one time I could have got a point for maybe getting three one. I went two two, so I, yeah, just banned myself from going for it for a while. But not that it matters. I'm the world's strongest man in that division. But we won't talk about that. That's for tomorrow's show. <clears throat> moving on, moving on. We come to the best part of the show because Craig gets to pretend he's Enzo with hair, which is uh, which is uh, uh yeah. Look at that. Yeah, it's straight, straight the boldness part of it there um we've got your team in Well, you're probably going to tell me it's wrong because i think i edited it and i'm not sure if i've saved it but craig gets to pick his lineup what has he gone for has he made eight changes is he in Apo back in the lineup is is still staying in goal after his cup performance well no he's not but you have stuck with a four-three-three. It does say Bristol City there. I know. I Told you, man' it's in doing it right. It was supposed to say Blackburn Rovers. They ignore that. It's like the wizard and the wizard of Oz. Ignore the man behind the curtains. This is Craig's Blackburn side, and apart from an obvious injury, uh, copy and paste, Craig, isn't it?
4: Pretty much, to be honest. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure on the on the the defensive lineup uh, as to whether to leave JJ back there as uh as a uh a filling in for uh, doyle because i thought he i thought he did really well when he came on uh for the second half against bristol city i thought he, he played really well and he offered a bit more pace um there and but i've just gone I've, I've i've put cody in there and i've moved jj forward in in place of uh kdh only because we 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 tend to play as a three. You know, it's four four. It's four three three. But at the end of it, Ricardo steps into midfield nearly all of the time, which makes it a three.
3: Yeah.
4: Cody's a lot more comfortable playing in a three. Ideally, he would be in the middle of a three, but he's not good enough with the ball. Um, yeah. I think that's safe to say. So Vestergaard will still be the guy that uh, Hermansen tries to find and Yeah.
3: Well, I was just about to say, I'm not sure if you're still watching, but you've mentioned it. So this is for you, Chris. Yeah, so I'll
4: well, put Cody in. Not ideal, you know, I know he's not ideal on the left. So, you know, him and Fast may may switch, but I think, vestergaard will be i think he's earned his right to be the middle of that three as it becomes when ricardo steps forward um and i just thought jj would give us a little bit more um pace um yeah. a bit more of a willingness to move the ball quicker um uh, run with it he, you know he likes to if he sees a gap he will go kdh does sometimes but it depends what his mindset's in uh kdh he, he's He's been very frustrating this season. Sometimes there was a couple of times um, in the Bristol City game where the ball was played to him. He didn't even look whether there was any play ahead of him. He didn't even turn around. He hadn't had a glance over his shoulder to see whether he could turn. He just went backwards. But I think JJ tends to play with um, the game in front of him coming oh. onto the ball a lot more. And I think that that may suit us because I think... As, uh, as Dom alluded to there, our best opportunity is going to be hitting them on the break. So, if you've got players at a little bit further forward who have more pace, then I think that would work well. And I think JJ in that role will probably help us.
3: Yeah, I mean, he does offer us that there. I mean, I know, I, again, apologies. I did type it in, but the editor, I didn't press keep and it's reverted back to it. So, your back line is Ricardo Vestergaard uh Cody and JJ correct just to yeah that's some... all right
4: apart from I've got JJ in no I've got JJ KD. in for kdh 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 yeah. that's what I've gone wrong so the back yeah. line's
3: got phase and yeah i mean yeah. he goes off for something a bit more diverse you could say kdh has gone off a little bit of the boil it's been outshone by mcateer in that midfield area and' wing up his midfield area of the role he plays um and that, and that brings us into that midfield nicely and you know you've got a new man in in, in, in jJ there but um you know we will talk more about wilfred and indeedy because he's a, he's a man possessed um at the moment um the, the only the only surprise was he didn't find himself a customary Carabao cup goal against Liverpool. but we lived a charm life but um you know making his way in that middle you know he's becoming a a mainstay and I've got a couple of questions for you at the end which I'll hold on yeah. to it but just talk about it I mean did you, uh, before the season started if you if you was told Craig, first 8 to 10 games of the season and Didi and Winks are going to hold that role down in that middle park and play like a storm, would, would you have believed them with what we saw of Didi last season?
4: I don't think anybody would have believed it would they? What I would no. say is and I'm not sure whether it's by luck or whether Maresca is a a genius. You know, maybe the the truth lies somewhere in between. But I was thinking about this and I was chatting to Scott about it. Um, With the modern game where teams like to press and they like to press high and try and win the ball back as high up the pitch as possible, surely it makes no sense for you to have your ball winners sitting in back of in front of your own back four so maybe take one of those ball winners move him forward to try and win the ball back early and i I, it wouldn't surprise me if this becomes a thing rather than waiting to win the ball back when the opposition are attacking you and you just nip it off them and then go why not put your destroyer further up the pitch to try and press and win the ball back at that end And I think we've seen that in a couple of games where Wilf has been able to do that. He has been able to read the game and and nick the ball a few times and block some passes coming through. So maybe it's it's a stroke of genius. Maybe it's it's a happy accident. But I can see it being something that may come in vogue, to be honest. Put your ball winner higher up the pitch rather than waiting until the team's attacking against you.
3: Well, it's it's certainly paying dividends. Whether it's a stroke of genius or a stroke of luck, bit of both maybe, like you said, Craig. It's it's certainly working so far. Um. So we obviously we we we, we're forced into making a change when I ask you to do this because of dawn. at the back. You've made a change in midfield. But the more things change, the more they stay the same, because you've gone for the the, the same three that you have done for the past few weeks when we've been able to do these. uh, Craig, you've gone McAteer, the top goal scorer of the club right now. No surprises there. Mavadidi on the left. And you've gone for the old-timer Jamie Vardy to start against Blackburn. No Ian No potential of Fatawo and putting McAteer on the left side. Didn't think that through. Didn't think about that. Sorry.
4: Yeah, I I thought of all that. I mean, I liked Fatawu, you know, I think he he did really well against uh, Bristol City. But I think, particularly young players, I think you play them until they need a rest. If they are, if they're doing well, if they've got momentum, if they've got confidence, play them. You know, McAteer is playing with confidence. Um, So I think if you dipping him in and out of the game, in and out. You know, he plays one week, he doesn't the next. I'm not sure that helps him. For me, it would be just play, 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 give it everything. We'll take you off at 60, 65 minutes or whatever, and we've got a strong bench to be able to do that. Um, so that's why I've given him that. He's, he's, he's clearly playing with a lot of confidence, and, uh, and particularly away from home. As I say, you know, he did it last night, Um but I was really impressed. I know I mentioned it earlier, but that run he made against Southampton oh. to read the game, read the ball that, that KDH eventually played, to realise there was a gap there that he went and attacked. He didn't just go out wide and hope the ball would you know, get out to him out there. He saw where he could be dangerous and he made the run into, into the penalty box and I was really impressed with that. So I think he's got a bit of a goal scorer's instinct. The one earlier in the season where he popped up at the back post, I know he's missed a couple from there as well. But for me, he deserves his spot. And uh, and while he's playing well and he's scoring goals, then you just keep him in. Ian Acho has just been a little bit disappointing for me in terms of his ball retention. I think he's good when the ball, when it's higher up. If you're up against a team who's putting you under a bit more pressure, and I expect us to be under pressure at Blackburn, then when oh. the ball's played up to him, he's got to be holding it. It can't be coming back all the time, otherwise you get no respite at all. Um, and if he's not doing that, then you might as well be looking to have somebody who's got more pace because that means that the back line has to drop off a little more and therefore give your midfielders more room to play. So that's why I've stuck with uh, with Vardy.
3: Yeah, well, as much as, you know, Natcha is my um, favourite love child at, at the moment, I can't help but agree and he's probably a game where he might be better off benefiting coming off of the bench yeah. if Leicester can find themselves in front you know yeah. we been very good away from home this season um you know if he then comes on and holds that ball up or he, he takes a sting out of an attack and then Blackburn get all their men back and then realize Leicester are slowly building you know drag them out slowly kill the time it's not the worst option mm-hmm. uh, to give but Craig leading perfectly into the questions we've come to that part now where I I'm going to try and get a few springing questions off you and obviously this 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 one I, I mentioned him earlier but this one comes with a little bit of uh breaking news <laughs> I was meant to use the more serious breaking news because this isn't a laughing matter although it may be for those who thought that uh, certain players would jump ship and go Hamza Chowdhury mm. the man who for one game under a certain end was the next um, um, what was his name Javier Mascherano according to him and then never played again the club instinctively acted an extension onto his contract so he wouldn't go for nothing in the summer one of the potential six that was looking for a way out before Enzo signs a new deal. First of all, I'm going to get your opinions on that, Craig. How happy are you that Hamza's not only found a new lease of life under Enzo in the Championship, but he's already committing his long-term future to the club?
4: Um, I'm happy on both counts. You know, I'm I'm happy that he's getting some game time. I don't think he's a a regular starter. I'm happy he's signed a new contract just because it means even if we sell him we get some money and um mm. and, and that's the important thing we've we've had far too many players run the contracts down and gone for nothing even if they're you know it, at this level i mean he's not going to be worth uh loads and loads unless he has a storming season um but in, even if he's between eight to ten million you know you're going to get a fee for him i think this is his level if i'm honest I'm not sure he's a, he's a Premier League standard player. He can come in and be a good squad player in the Premier League. Um, but I think, ideally, this is his level. And there will be games where we just need to dig in. Uh, and obviously, we all know his attributes. You know, his pitch coverage is fantastic. He's a real athlete. He doesn't mind getting putting his foot in. And I think he can play it, you know, when he uh, when he's given the opportunity to. So, for this squad and making sure that this is a group that's going to stick together for the rest of the season. And I think that's important because we know there's going to be, unless there are other contracts going to be signed over the next few weeks, we know that we, it won't be far until you know, we're back in the January transfer window and all these questions start again. So I would hope and I would imagine that the club are working at the moment to try and make sure that this group of players – is under contract for the ne- the next 18 months at least. I'm so, sorry, Craig. I'm just looking for the cameras in my house that you <laughs> clearly put up here because
3: great minds think collide. Because that is the question I'm going to lead you on to. Now, normally I try and say the best or last, but I'm so eager to talk about him. I want to talk about exactly what you just mentioned there. Talk about two people, most notably. What do you reckon the odds are that this man decides to extend his contract?
4: Two things. I mean, no, that's I
3: me because I want him to sign a lifetime contract because yeah. I love him that much. But what I mean, playing a bit more, Enzo seems to be a bit more patient. I will say to give him that chance to shine and get in there. You know, you talk about well, it's a whole different ball game. Kettle of fish in December closing on January, but right now, is he a player that you're looking at on the Leicester books going? Yeah, we need to tie him down. He needs to commit to us more than we commit to him in in a sense.
4: Um, it's a tricky one. If uh, I think you've got to think of what the players are going to want to do as well. So there's him, and uh, you know, indeed he is the other one who's. Ah, um,
3: well, save, save indeed. Indeed,
4: so they're both. You've got to talk about them in the same way. I okay, think. well,
3: yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Then it saves me asking that question. You know, I'm going to mention Indeedy. Yeah. include that in your in, in your ramblings. I, Freedom I think, of speech, mate. Go for it. I'll, I'll let you up the thought
4: Yeah, I think that I think the thinking is the same on both of them. For me, I don't think either of them are going to commit long term because they both want to be playing at a high level. So I think your best chance is to get them to both sign a year's extension, which basically gives us 18 months of them. If we stay and, and if we get up, then we can go back again with maybe a longer extension. If they don't, it means they've got a year left on the contract. We'll get a fee for them rather than walking away. I think that suits both parties for me. It gives them the opportunity to to go and play at a high level because, you know, especially if they both have really good seasons here, they're not going to want to stay around in the Championship. And don't forget, they're going to go off to the African Cup of Nations where they could both have storming, you know, competitions and then the value of them goes up and they're going to walk away for nothing. So I think it's really important from a club's perspective that they at least get them to sign a year's extension
3: yeah that's very true could leicester though not essentially then just turn around to both of them and say okay maybe not maybe not like a three-year deal but could they not just to give that extra bit of reassurance go here's a two-year deal sign it now because not only are you going away at the most people's part of our season to so go represent your country in a major tournament we're not, you know we're not we're not dispersing that or anything or, or anything of that for, for any reason but before you go away on that, on your international for for you, your African Cup Nations tournament, sign a two year contract, and if if this doesn't go the way it's looking like it's going, you have a you have a non promotion relief clause. Mm. So Leicester could argue, okay, we value and I'm just throwing I'm spitballing saying We value Wilfred and Didi as in a Championship. We reckon we could probably get fifteen million for him. Uh, you know, I think that's a fair sum to ask yeah. in, in the championship, the quality he's offering. You look at what we saw Barnes and, and, and Madison for, and if you said Ian actor was about that eight to 10 million bracket, if they had that as their non-promotion clauses, could would it not be more beneficial for two years? Because then the I know we had the old relegation release clause in the title win the season, but we never expected to do that. Because then you have something that, takes itself out of the equation yeah. if you go up and then you've got more breathing space because otherwise we get promoted and they've already got 12 months on the contract. Teams will yeah, then we'll yet our, again try and wait for January.
4: Yeah. No, I, I as I said, I I think uh, you know I agree that's why I said at least a, a one year um mm.
1: but you've got to get
4: them tied down. Yeah a two year I don't think any of the, either of them would sign a three. Um mm. so between the two if you can get them on a two year definitely. Um, but with a, a release clause in if we don't get promoted. I think it's really important that they go away to the African Cup of Nations with their future sorted out. Um, because to be honest, you know, if they're, you know, if they if they do well in the African Cup of Nations, two things are going to happen. One is their value will go up, but two, they'll probably be knackered. So when they come back, they're not going to be, you know, probably giving their best for the next two, three weeks anyway. And you're into January, you know, we'll have had to have found other players to uh, to fill the gap. You know, you might as well say, you know, you, if they're not going to sign it, you let them go in January. I, I, because yeah. you're not going to get that much of the season left out of them anyway by the time they come back, if they do well. So it's a really tricky one. And this is where... You know, the people have got to earn their money in terms of getting these deals signed. Um, I'm surprised there was no talk that there were any contract negotiations going on. So the Hamilton one has come out of the blue. It's not like he's been regularly playing. No. Well, I mean... Just the, the, to me, that just shows me that there are conversations already going on behind the scenes.
3: Yeah. Now... I mean, I did hear a few whispers that after the transfer window closed, that con- conversation between the and uh, representatives and Leicester had begun, and we know these things can get drawn out because the agents want this; they want the best for their players. Not all agents are bad people, you know, but they want the best. These one and and players, like you said. They've got no, especially these players like Ndidi and who have no connection to Leicester in terms of they're not youth players, they're not not Leicester fans, born and bred, you know, none of that Like like certain players like McIntyre and, and Chowdhury might have. It has a bit of sentiment that can hold to why they want to stay and play for the club longer than others. But they've got to have, like you said, they've got to look after themselves. And if there's an option that they go and commit, overcommit, do a Harry Kane, if you will, you might get lumbered at a squad. And then, all of a sudden, you sign a four year deal, but let not get promoted for two seasons, you're then stuck playing in the championship, whether you like it or not, and you you know, okay, you could get brought in that time, but then you you know you might find your career stagnated because you fall out of the manager. You get benched. You know, you know, you want to move so you don't play. You do a French Voldemort honors. I'm not saying these guys would ever do that, but you know what I mean. It, it can get to that stage. So I think it's something that doesn't concern us right now. But it's like our transfer activity, isn't it, Craig? We want to get it out of the way and done. So, so we as fans know, and and, and I suppose Enzo himself would like to know because it's all well and good indeed in that playing well, but if they're not going to commit you find it hard to find a way into the squad for them. You have to kind of go, well, if you're not going to commit, come, like you said, come February and March, when they're only just recovering, do we really want to be putting our trust in players yeah. that are looking at, I don't know, Aston Villas of the world? Maybe not. Yeah,
4: that, I mean, particularly, I mean, they've both been linked with moves overseas as well. And come January, they can start having those negotiations with clubs overseas. You know, they can so- sign uh, preliminary contracts with them in January. So, um, yeah. The other thing that we don't want to do, though, is give them long contracts on a lot of money. Because mm-hmm. if we need to do a little bit more tink, either way, whether we're down in the championship still or we get promoted, we're going to need to revamp, refresh. And if you've got players sitting around on on contracts earning big money, then your your ability to sort of wheel and deal a little bit, you know, goes out. So it's a really tricky tricky balancing act that the, the 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 people behind the scenes have got at the moment but I think it will come down to one whether they feel like this is their home and and Kelechi did an interview the other day that I saw today where he was saying he loves life in Leicester you know he loves it it is his home uh, and Wilf is playing with a smile on his face again so Maresca's turned them round, definitely
3: yeah
4: it's whether they feel like you know, they can commit to him because it, it looks like he wants to commit to them. Uh, yes. And I think he's playing a big part in this. The other thing is that you need to be aware of is even if we don't get up this season, there are going to be yes. clubs looking at Moresca. Yes, yes. You know, and okay. that is a big thing as well. Now, obviously, he's under contract and I would hope he's going to you know, see this through. And he's come in saying all the right things that he doesn't think this is a one year project. This is a two, three, four, five year project. But you know, there will be people, there will be clubs and a lot of those clubs will be overseas who will look at how he started the season in his first managerial job. So I think it's really important that, you know, that that we are aware of the fact that we're going to have to fend off uh, advances for him as well, yes. if we don't get promoted,
3: yeah, they're very true. I think you know the club have tried over the years since the owners have come in. I mean, they had a little bit of a Watford writers at the start, if you remember, when they first came in. There was a few managers gone before they had yeah. a chance to to turn the fortunes around. But it feels like Leicester have always made a move in the manager department with a purpose. Well, regardless of how it ended with Brendan, he brought us great success. We can't deny that. And it wasn't off the back of anything like people try and say with Ranieri's success. Um, you know, and obviously it ended sourly. We, we, we're all forever going to hate that for him. But he came with the idea from Celtic. It was a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. Enzo made that announcement. So you're hoping these players can kind of go, I, if, if like you said, Ian Atto, for example, is saying, I love Leicester, I want to be here. If this can work out, hopefully we'll have a breaking news show. Um Announcing that contract, I personally love it myself. Craig, we're just about done here. We've we've I've managed to out talk you, you know, I'll talk you all again for it. Just a couple of quick questions from from Scott, not from me. I'm not testing your brain here. Uh, I'm gonna answer this one first and then pass it over to you. He's asked, um, um, with Tom Cameron coming in with a back injury, do you see him playing this season? Now, obviously we don't, the Carabao Cup game, and I'll quickly mention the other one. Uh, but Dakar played, didn't really do anything. I forgot he played. I'll be honest with you. Um, we knew he came with an injury, all that. So I don't need to go down into that depth. I've already bored Chris and Dave to death when I answered the question on um, on Monday night. Um, but do you see him playing at all? Because obviously, like you said, Inacio will be gone when he's going to be back fit in training and, and, and potentially ready. Um, what
4: What do you think? Do you think? Uh, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll, all you can say is. I, I mean, I don't think any of us uh, are clear on how bad the injury is or what the injury is. Uh, and It's a back
3: any... strain. It's the same thing as yeah. what Dennis Pat's suffering with.
4: So whether it's, um, you know, th- this could be, you know, it could be a bench injury, you know, if it's bad back. You know, they've both spent so much time sitting on a bench. Well, maybe he, they yeah. need to just play football a little bit more. Um, maybe, maybe. But I would hope so, is all that, you know, without being a sort of, chiropractor or or knowing the ins and outs of how bad back injuries are um I would hope we would see him and it would be great that if he if he was getting somewhere near fitness by the turn of the year so Enzo does have his options when um when uh, when Eñacho goes but uh, I mean he didn't sound overly hopeful I must admit when he was talking about it but, but I would I would expect we would see him you know if you are signing players and you know they've got an injury you must have an idea of how treatable that injury is. And I can't believe yeah. there was anyone yeah. thinking that they weren't going to appear all season.
3: Definitely. I mean, I won't bore everybody with a segment again, but if you do want to know why potentially Leicester took the risk with Tom Cannon, Monday Night show that we did, uh, it was me, Dave and Chris. Go and check that video out. It's about the injury thing. I was given the floor and then to finish a chapter or two of the book by the time I got through it all. But that might help you understand a bit more why players can be or are signed injured and last question from scott before i let you plug your plug your socials and let you go mate and we, we end things here um look i love mark Brighton, but i don't see this is one player i don't see extend getting a contract extension i i just don't i love Kevin to bits he's 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 100 percent through and through you know not again not not a leicester born and bred by any means a villa youth for Obviously, we stole him from them, they were fuming. Love him to bits, will go down in the memory long term. But I you say about Chowdhury being a championship player. He's getting bit parts here and there, all Brighton, as it is, and we're in a championship. I just don't see somebody who left us alone last season because, although he didn't want to, he wanted to play, keep running football for as long as he can. I just don't see why he gets a contract extension ahead of, of us. I think we're past the parcel on on favourites getting contracts uh, for the sake of it. What do you I, think?
4: Maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Even if he, we offered him one, I don't think he would sign it. Because, you know, if someone's come out and said that they want to be playing, and they're clearly not playing, and there's younger, quicker, faster you know fitter players in front of them he knows he must know that his game time is going to be severely limited unless he's got an idea that he's already doing his coaching badges and it may be a good idea to stick around because he may get a coaching opportunity but if he wants to play i would think that i wouldn't be surprised at all if he went in january to be honest <laughs>
3: No, I wouldn't. And it's sad we like these players to to come around and be and be back, you know, here in in some capacity. And the annoying thing is, just as you mentioned the coaching badges, I remember I was like, oh, I saw an article yesterday about a player who said he'd like to come back to Leicester through the coaching system. And it was and we very went multi-cop name Brad, so I can't even make that comparison. But if someone maybe knows it it might have been Andy King, it might have been Andy King that said it. You might be right. I think it might have been a bristol city report where he said at some point he'd like to come back to leicester to the coaching raps but as everything as all good things mate just like today this show it has to come to an end craig thank you very much as always for being a wise owl and 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 well i would say the factor factor of all knowledge but you got beat by a guest in the in the mini quiz i like to do for you all but let everybody know where they can find you on the socials mate
4: yeah, just follow me on uh, on Twitter. I don't tweet a lot, but I I do chip in occasionally with uh, some name drivel. Um, so just at Craig Bird on uh, on Twitter.
3: Well, there you go. He's playing by name, playing by nature. Just at Craig Bird by uh, is where you can find him on Twitter. Craig, thanks very much for joining us. Are you going to game actually? I should
1: ask. No, um, not, well, was, no, I've got a
4: busy weekend, so uh, not, I have oh, been up there once, and uh, it was quite was bleak at the time. I remember, <laughs> but uh, but no, not, not on this one.
3: Uh, well, uh, you know, you can be an armchair manager like me. Meet me and uh, Chris, mate. Yeah. We can all see our places. And hopefully, get three points. Craig, thanks for joining us. Everybody in the comments, thanks nice. for coming on, and of course, thank you to our guest, Dom, who came in from at Rovers' um, chat. Uh, Go and check out our guest channel. All his links are in the description down below. And until next time, which will be tomorrow with my lovely face and hopefully Steve for a a Prediction League show, we will see you tomorrow at 7. And until then, as always, come on, you foxes.
4: Cheers, guys. Thanks
3: for
1: watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them, too, or I'll be back. This
0: podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.
2: That will conclude this evening's entertainment.